This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Planning and coordination of organizations in the community that provide services and housing for people who are homeless. The funding for the position will be spread over the next two years to support a two-year pilot program. The Decatur Public Library will serve as a home base office with rotating office hours at various continuum member agencies. Go to NowDecatur.com to learn more. The Macon County Health Department Board of Health has announced the appointment of Lindsay Munsterman as Interim Public Health Administrator. This appointment follows the departure of Brandy Binkley after 17 years with the Health Department. Munsterman assumed the interim position yesterday. For more content, visit NowDecatur.com. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. To action. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. In the midst of remembrances during the funeral for Tyree Nichols in Memphis, a call for police reform. Music and memories of Tyree Nichols filled Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church in Memphis, but there were also words of purpose. Attorney Ben Crump said Nichols is remembered as a son, father, and human being. But the released video, Crump says, was clear. We don't see the Memphis Police Department Scorpion Unit extend one ounce of humanity. Nichols' mother, Rovon Wells, urged passage of the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. There should be no other child that should suffer the way my son and all the other parents here. A sentiment echoed by Vice President Kamala Harris, who attended the service. Gernal Scott, Fox News. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy sat down for about an hour with President Biden this afternoon as they try to come to a deal on raising the debt ceiling. McCarthy sounding optimistic. I think at the end of the day, we can find common ground. He says he wants to continue the conversation, but added his role right now was to make sure we have a sensible, responsible ability to raise the debt ceiling, but not to continue what he called runaway spending. Wall Street rose to its highest level since the summer, following the latest hike by the Federal Reserve. Chair Jerome Jerome Powell says the central bank raised its benchmark rate by 2.5 percentage points, make that by 0.25 percentage points to its highest level since late 2007. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. The Dow added six points. The Nasdaq gained 231. The S&P plus 42. Police in Oregon say the suspect in a violent kidnapping killed two men before he was cornered by officers and shot himself fatally. America's listening to Fox News. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Was that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, Now, Jerry, it's over. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building its Let Us Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's a community of 100 homes for Tunnel to Towers program recipients. Gold Star widow Danielle Thornton calls her home a blessing after the death of her husband, Robert, a U.S. Army sergeant. In the village, Gold Star families of fallen and catastrophically injured first responders and service members are neighbors. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Border security, the focus of a House hearing today. In Congressman Jim Jordan's first hearing as chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, the discussion was set on President Biden's handling of the border, which Jordan says is out of control as thousands of migrants arrive at the border a day. These numbers make clear that the Biden administration does not have operational control of the border. Democrats invited El Paso County Judge Ricardo Samaniego, who shared his community's experience dealing with the issue. We have learned how to safely, humanely, and expeditiously treat asylum seekers. He urged Congress to find solutions that don't demonize immigrants. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, 
Fox News. Nearly 300,000 residents of Tennessee who enrolled in state Medicaid during the pandemic are expected to lose their coverage this year. A spokesperson for 10 Care says no removals will happen until April 1st. A new report from the Department of Education shows federal help allowed millions of college students to stay enrolled during the COVID pandemic. The American Rescue Plan was signed into law in March 2021 and included $40 billion for colleges and universities. USA Today, which obtained the report, says in 20 2021, colleges and universities passed on almost $20 billion in grants to more than 12 million students, with about 80% of low-income Pell Grant recipients getting grant money. The funds could be used to support any expense related to a student's cost to attend college. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is investigating complaints that windshield trim panels can fly off Ford Explorers while they're moving at highway speeds. The agency says it has 160 64 complaints about the pieces detaching on 2011 through 2019 model year SUVs. The probe covers nearly 2 million vehicles. I'm Lee Silicera. This is Fox News. Love is in the air. Yes, it is. When you celebrate Valentine's Day with a balloon bouquet from the party shop downtown Decatur. Beat the rush. Place your order today. Single red hearts are normally $4.50, but now just $2.50 each or a baker's dozen for $34. Grab and go bouquets. Price $10 and up. For something extra special, add a plush teddy bear or a great gift from Shop on Main. Shop on Main and a party shop 407 and 411 North Main in downtown Decatur. At the Community Foundation of Macon County, we're welcoming in 2023 with resolutions that are impactful and achievable. This is Rachel Moran, and I invite you to celebrate the generosity of donors and join us in making a transformational impact. As your homegrown community foundation, we are here to show you how you can support Macon County and address our community's most pressing needs and opportunities. If you're unsure what cause or organization you'd like to support, we can work with you to discover your charitable passions and determine where your giving will have the greatest impact. We're committed to our vision of building philanthropic resources so we can create a community where all residents live, learn, work, and thrive. As we renew that commitment in 2023, please join us in making one more resolution we can all keep to proceed with empathy and generosity. For more information, call us today at 429-3000 or visit makingcountygives.org. A welcomed warm-up has arrived. Tonight, partly cloudy and not as cold as it's been with lows bottoming out around 21. For Thursday, temperatures a touch above normal for this time of the year with a mix of sun and clouds and highs near 42. But by Thursday night, a cold front slides across the state. Expect a brief cool down to wrap up the week with mostly sunny skies on Friday, but highs only topping out at 22. With your Storm Team 20 forecast, I'm Chief Rogers Cheryl Lemke. The following program has been pre-recorded. Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to The Morris Code. I am your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Along with me in this journey and in life's journey is my boo, Dr. JK. What's up? Hi, hey, honey, how are you? <laughs> you had a hard time getting that hey, honey hey. out. <laughs> I was told not to say hey. You were? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was told not to say hey. What were you supposed to say? Honey. Okay. Hi, sweetie. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm cold, man. Cold? I'm cold outside. I'm oh. warm and toasty inside. Yeah, I'm cold outside. It's feeling pretty good in here. It's pretty bad out there. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's it's uh, it's a beautiful day. So we're rounding up uh, January. January. January has been something. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God it's over. <laughs> well, we we would love to see the closure, Jesus. Don't call us too quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We made it. Um. Yeah. 
We made it. A little scarred, bumps you know, and bruises. Bumps and bruises, okay. Yeah. Hey. I thought, though, um, I thought originally that I was trying to make it to 2023, and now 2022 is not looking that bad. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm going to take 2023. For ten, Alex. For two hundred. <laughs> for ten. <Alex. laughs> so, what what have you been up to? Oh, we've been uh, making deals. <laughs> <laughs> we've been cooking up deals, <laughs> literally. Yes. Last week was the second week for um, Friday lunch pickup. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Fried fish. Fried catfish. Fried catfish. Yeah. And. Um, uh, sp- spaghetti, spaghetti and coleslaw. Yep. Yeah, and don't forget the bread. Oh my God, white bread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that matters or not. <laughs> now you you can't have fish without bread of some sort. You can. I mean, you can, but it's just not. <laughs> it's not southern. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how did that go? I think it went really, really well. Yeah. Uh, I think our our um, our family and friends enjoyed. Um, what we were able to prepare and uh, hopefully they'll patronize us again. Yeah, we had some businesses order, um, some larger orders, Mm -hmm. and uh, it just was really good. It was good. It's really good. Thank you for your help. Yeah, and that's all I could provide was a little bit of help because I still had Zoom calls and meetings that I had to get to. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So what is on the menu for this Friday? Friday, lunch pickup. Uh, I think we have, well, we're, we're going out there. We're, we're stretching a little bit. So we have yeah. two things. We have two items. We have one is a gourmet salad with uh, some very special toppings. I think we got some grilled chicken. And, oh, yeah. Seasoned uh, grilled seasoned, chicken. Seasoned grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some other accoutrements. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I used that right. I hope I did. Okay, what's the other menu item? The other menu item is a blackened catfish fillet with uh, dirty rice and uh, some seasoned vegetables. So if I want to pick up or order lunch, tell me how to do that. Okay, so uh, the box decade the box dash decatur or hyphen decatur dot com, um, in and uh, there's a QR code that, uh, as well on our Facebook, uh, the Box Decatur, that you can, uh, that our clients or customers and friends and family can select uh, using their phone or their personal phone or whatever, and uh, that comes directly to us. Uh, we have a, a a 16-year-old who's turning 17 in a month. How yeah. are you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling um, okay. Yeah, I could feel I could feel better. Yeah, we I you know what? It was a little surprise to me when I got the email yesterday or day before yesterday. Maybe I don't know what day it was, but the order the class ring email Mm. Uh, and I didn't even recognize that it was really for the class of 2026. That's Nia's class class kid, too. And uh, kid one is 2024. What happened in 2024? I'm sure it's in my email somewhere. Uh, Okay. Yeah. That's fun. I think it is. Mm. Hey, y'all, y'all listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. So our first guest in the studio is Ricky Parker, and Ricky is the executive director of the Children's Museum of Illinois. Welcome. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here with y'all. Hey, will you share a little bit about yourself? Just yeah. because. Absolutely. So, um, I am originally from Arthur, Illinois. So I'm, I'm local-ish, He's I guess. He's saying scoot up closer. That's scoot what up. I'm saying. Scoot yeah. up closer. But he was doing all the sign language. <laughs> like he was landing the plane. <laughs> Sorry, babe. So I'm originally from Arthur, Illinois. Um, so I would say I'm local-ish. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of been all over the place. So most recently I lived in New Orleans. Uh, I've been working in environmental advocacy before coming to the Children's Museum. It was a really fun and rewarding career, but I'm a real believer that you should be investing in the community where you live. And when it became obvious that I wasn't going to move back to the or stay in the deep South, um, I really started looking for ways that I could contribute to the community where we'd chosen to live, which is right here in Decatur. So I'm really excited to be at the Children's Museum. It's a wonderful, joyful place to work. And I think we've got a lot of exciting things on the horizon. So how long have you been there? 
I've been there seven months. Oh my gosh. Has it been that long? It, it has actually. <laughs> <laughs> it feels kind of simultaneously like it was yesterday and also like it was 10 years ago. So, yeah. um, it's, it's been an eventful and wonderful seven months. And, um, I feel like I'm finally getting my feet under me and we have yeah. some fun events on the horizon that I know we're going to talk about today, but we also have new exhibits coming yeah. up and, um, it's, and summer camps on the horizon. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. So we, um, we have always had summer camps to some extent, but we're really going to beef them up this year. Um, one thing that we actually have coming up very soon is our little artist expo. Um, so we have a bunch of kids coming in to do art projects. And then on the first Friday of March, uh, their artwork will be on display at, uh, Decatur area arts council. So really cool, fun event. Um, and then in the summer we're doing some programming and we're going to invite partners from the community to come in and help supplement that. So they're really beefing up that education of our programming instead of just providing a place for kids to be, we're going to be contributing to that education component too. So I'm super excited because education is my jam. And this yeah. is Artist Expo Jazz. Um, it's kindergartners, first and second graders. And then it is third, fourth and fifth graders. That's right. And for them to have a display at Decatur Arts Council. Yeah. That is so cool. And it's free. So go online, fill out our Google form and um, come on down. It's It's going to be a great time. Yeah. That's so awesome. It is. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good things going on. But really, what we want to talk about oh. <laughs> is Jeremy's food. That's really what we want to talk about. But, well, not necessarily my food, but and we can talk about that. <laughs> but we want we want we want our listeners to know about uh, the Mardi Gras event. Yeah. So yeah. on February 21st, Fat Tuesday, we are having a big Mardi Gras celebration at the museum. So it's from 6 to 9 p.m. and Jeremy is cooking our food. It's going to be, <laughs> I don't know. Do, do we still say on fleek? Is that like a thing that we can people say? say? It, people will so, say something. They're going to say what Dom they're going to say. Dom is laughing. So that's probably <laughs> a no. Was that like six? That's the like saying be- hot to death. <laughs> I mean, I'm not young, so I don't know what they say. No matter what we say, it's going to be wrong. So Perfection. Okay, the food is going to be perfection. Jeremy um, provided uh, Jay Albright and I with a little taste test um, a couple of weeks ago, and it is just incredible food. And I'm not going to talk about it because Jeremy's cooking it. So I'm going to let him tell well, you I mean, all you about, talk it. about it. So we have a few items that, that we really, really are excited about we're gonna have we're going to have we're going to serve we're going to prepare uh chicken and sausage gumbo uh blackened catfish etouffee uh cajun cornbread uh with some very special ingredients and then we're also having uh a classic uh new orleans sandwich uh it's called a muffaletta Yep, that's so right. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what else happens at, while while we're there? Like we're eating. <laughs> we're just right? going to eat. Right? I'm just like. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, eating is the most important part it of is. every day. And it's definitely <laughs> the most important part of Mardi Gras. Um, but we also have music from the Sidewalk Stompers. So they're going to play live. Um, we also yeah. have uh, beer and wine is included with your $60 ticket. Um, and it's provided by Famous Wine and Spirits. And we'll also have a selection of bourbons available for purchase as well. Um, we're having a mini float parade. So local yeah. organizations are crafting these kind of miniature shoebox size floats and we'll parade them around the museum. So that should be really fun. That's so and cool. then we're also crowning a Mardi Gras king and queen. So yeah. Zach Shields with DPS Foundation is going to be our king and Debbie Bogle with the United Way is our queen. So just a really fun way to honor the contributions of others in our community who are really doing great things. Now they're going to have crowns and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. So I'm super yeah. excited because it's 21 and up. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so me happy. So if you love and support kids, but you, def- you don't necessarily want to be around kids, <laughs> right this, then, this is your jam. That time, at that time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that is the best part. Like, what? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Crushing it. But I will say... 
um, if you have kids yes. and you want them to participate in the Mardi Gras fun, the Saturday before uh-huh. our party on February yes. 18th, included with just your admission to the museum, which is $9, um, we will have uh, uh, several golf carts and kids can decorate those golf carts and then we're going to parade them around our parking lot and up by Scoville Zoo and then bring them back and we'll have um, opportunities inside the museum for kids to decorate masks and things like that. So they're not left out of the Mardi Gras They Graf have fun. their own party. Exactly. That's yes. So, yeah. That's the way it should be. That's yeah. the way it should be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm super excited. Uh, well, I didn't know you were pointing at me, but okay. I'm super excited about this event and, uh, we, the box is happy, ec- ecstatic to provide, uh, food, food for, um, the Mardi Gras party at the Children's Museum of Illinois. Yeah. And truly, you know, we felt like, the food was the most important element of this party yeah, and of no this pressure, country. Huh? Yeah, no, no pressure, <laughs> no pressure at all. Really. No pressure at all. Yeah. But it was so exciting to me. And, you know, honestly, you know, sometimes you feel like you just kind of stumble into these wonderful situations. And I'm a big believer, you know, I'm, I'm a yoga teacher in my side, in my side gig. Are so, you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Are you teaching now? Yeah, I when? am. When? So I'm going to start teaching <laughs> next week. <laughs> Is it at the children's next museum? Next week, I'm going to start teaching at the museum. No. Yeah. Front door. Is it open yeah. to the public? It is. Yeah. And it's donation based. So accessible to everyone. Um, if you want to contribute 10 cents, if you want to contribute $500, I'll take it. Um, but you can just come for free as well. Um, and it's, it's, you know, attendance is limited to 15 folks, but, um, yeah, I'm going to start, um, next Friday. Is it a registration or something? There'll be a sign up form online. Oh, okay. Can yeah. you send that to us? I sure can. I sure can. <laughs> that class is going to be packed. With, with 15? With 15. Yeah, it's already it's gone. Already like, gone. I got 14, I was going to say friends, but not really. Uh, <laughs> I really don't. Um, so, so Mardi Gras um, Children's Museum of Illinois is February 21st, 2023, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yes. Tickets are $60 per person or 110 for a pair of tickets. You yep. can purchase them online. It's everything, including beverages, with the exception of special bourbon, and it is 21 and older. Yep, that's exactly right. You did that, huh? Thank, I'm all in. Oh, I didn't. 100%. <laughs> So, Ricky, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, if you want to come back and chit-chat about it a little more, I'm, I'm super interested in the yoga jazz. And we also have a DCLI intern that will be at yes. the Children's mm-hmm. Museum during the summer. So I'm excited about that. And thank you for collaborating with us. Yeah, we're super excited. Yay! And like I said, I mean, truly, I just feel so fortunate to be working with Jeremy and... um you know, I feel like sometimes you just get led to the right person. And um, I'm just really, really happy that um, Jeremy was ser- serving food at the Community Foundation <laughs> event. And it was so wonderful and um, learned about his history and being from Mississippi. And um, it's just a perfect partnership. And we're so excited to have you. Thank you for um, all the work that you do. You have been listening to The Morris Code with Ricky Parker, who's the executive director of the Children's Museum of Illinois. And this is WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. Winter driving brings safety challenges and Rex Battery wants to be sure you're prepared. We have all kinds of products that can keep you from getting stranded, like the NOCO Genius Boost. It fits in the palm of your hand, but powerful enough to jump a car battery. No need to call friends or take risks with strangers. Charge it up, put it in your trunk, and if you ever need to jump your car battery, it's ready to go. Rex Battery also has extra bright flashlights for your safety on dark nights or to signal for help on a busy road. The electronic equipment in today's cars is asking a lot of your car battery, and some newer cars are draining batteries faster than before. Make sure you're ready for winter surprises with a wide range of safety items you can pick up today at Rex Battery. Rex Battery, 1330 East El Dorado, Decatur. Hi, 
this is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue in Decatur, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Nachos! Yeah, you nachos! Hey, I'll take some. Great. And some Frank's Red Hot. Oh, nah, I'm good. Oh, you're just going to eat these dry, plain, boring nachos with no Frank's. Uh... Oh, seriously? Frank it up. Frank it up. Come on, lady. Frank it up. Frank it up. Frank it up. Yeah! Yeah, this guy finally gets it. Hey, look, we're on the Jumbotron. It's the perfect blend of flavor and heat. Frank's Red Hot. I put that sh- on everything. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. You can't stop this here. Work too hard, my God. I'ma play my card. I'ma leave your atmosphere. It's so toxic. And I hear your gossip. I'ma wear they plotting. But I got no option. And I can't be stopped. I'ma keep on walking. And my power and my purpose. And that backbiting so worthless. And my faith on and it's working. I'm one of one and I'm certain that I won the battle. It's over. We did it. I'm still. I'm C. I'm P. No limit. Can't stop it. It's me and Corbin in the pocket. Got the plug in the socket. They told you that you couldn't do it. Man, I needed that. Yeah. I have never heard this before. Who is it? This is Corinne Hawthorne. Okay. And I'm going to be the boss. You have definitely heard it before because I've played it like 10 times. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you've gone this far with it. Though. I needed it, though. That's Did why, you? yeah. We got some yeah. unstoppable people in here yeah. today. So. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to listen to the lyrics. And... She says, I'm something special that you can't see. From me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have heard this before. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back. Welcome back to Be Morris Code. Down. That was so dope. Uh, thank you for joining. Oh man, I like I needed that. Mm. Why? I just every now and again, mm-hmm. you have to remember that you are unstoppable, but where that rests mm-hmm. is in a higher power. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. I, I play that, that when I need a reminder. I Do mean, you? Really? Mm-hmm. I started playing that when I'm like doubting myself or whatnot. I play that. I'm like, no, I got this. I, okay. We, we, so we, we have a conversation that we have to have, but because this is, is so, is so timely, all I do is education. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything else. My job and my task while I'm here is to impact the lives of others, babies, adults, anywhere in between through education. And what I didn't realize was that there is so much pushback and the goal is to make sure that we always do the mediocre things. Right. And it takes some resilience and the ability to be unstoppable to shift the narrative of what is possible when we are talking about impacting the lives of others and changing the legacy before us. And when we engage in that, you are in the ring. And when you are in the ring, you you, you have to expect to take hits. 
For me, the naivety is to believe that everybody wants what's best for others because that is what their mouths say. The reality is what we want to do is what we've always done, whether it works to impact people's lives or not. The reality is what we want to do is to collect a check. The reality is, is what we want to do is to not have any adversity in this life and do the easy thing. And that is not how I was built. Just isn't. And so when you're not built that way and you stand in your true authenticity, right? You have to recognize and understand and come to grips with everybody ain't checking for you. It's been a hard lesson. It's been a hard lesson. It has been a hard lesson. Okay. That's it. You cool? I'm cool. You sure? No, not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure. We're never sure on here. (laughs) No. (laughs) There is no sure. There's no sure. Hannah Wolf is in the studio like, what in the whole heck just happened? (laughs) She's like, I just walked into a sermon and I didn't know he was church on Tuesday. I like that. (laughs) She is looking like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Like this lady. (laughs) So, um, I'm going to circle back around and talk about education and, uh, we have, um, invited members who are running for school board to join us uh, just to have conversations. And we've shared with each person that has come in, um, just like we have shared with Hannah, is that, first of all, I'm thankful that people are engaged in the process. Whether you like people, whether you dislike them, whether you agree with them, whether you disagree, the way that this works, and it only works, is if we are engaged in the process of voting for those who represent um, us in any capacity, including and most importantly, local. And so week one, we had Detrice Weathers. Week two, we had um, Will Wetzel. Week three, we had Jacob Jenkins. All three of those podcasts are on NowDecatur.com. And I think that they were learning conversations for me, um, each one of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't have that many votes. Right. And so um, it is my hope that this is a definitely a hard uh, decision and thoughtful decision that people will have to make. When I was two things, when I was on with Brian on Monday morning, he asked me, how are these conversations going? I said, what I realized is, is when we first started having these conversations that I was thinking of the individuals and researching and looking up and trying to learn more about them. Mm -hmm. But the more conversations we have and the more we have the ability to listen, what came to me was we should be thinking about this board composition for DPS 61 in its totality. What are the strengths that we need to add to the board to ensure that the school district continue to move forward. What we have experienced over the past couple of cycles is selection based on individual people. Um, and then we, we, we get in tussles with the individual people. If we think about the board in its totality, who's remaining, who's not running, and then how we divvy up um, our votes, it would behoove us to start to have conversations of the composition of the board in its, in, 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 as from a broader mm-hmm. lens and yeah. not so focused yeah. on, mm-hmm. on focus. Yeah. And we have to understand it's not about people. It's about what those people are able to do, yes. what they bring to the table and how they can set a plan for the district. Yep. And which is actually their, that responsibility. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we want them to leverage their own assets and connections and ability to to impact the district. Mm-hmm. What you laughing at? Because she here, I'm sure she's ready to talk. Because <laughs> what? She's ready. I'm sure Hannah's ready to talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't at? know what's going on. Cause here. it's a, it's a bus or a car or something. Oh, okay. It's like the loudest stuff that we usually don't have to deal with at night cause it's fairly quiet. Right. Um, so before we fold Hannah in, cause she's like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm ready. It's like double dutch. I'm ready to get in now. <laughs> um, one, the, 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 this has become more important. Um, and each day it shows itself. We, we watched everything that is happening in Memphis. We did. And from Memphis, when I woke up in the morning to expect to hear more of the fallout of Memphis, what I heard was a 13 year old baby in our community, uh, had been shot and who was no longer with us. And, what that transitioned me to is the baby had to be in a school. There has to be a crisis intervention. I'm thinking about the other kids in the school. You're thinking about the family. You're thinking about the administrators and you're thinking about the teachers and the culture in that school from a young kid, a 13 year old. And we have a 15 and a 16 who was probably at school last week and who was no longer here anymore. And it takes on something different and board leadership takes on, should take on something different. So I want to welcome Hannah. <laughs> she is like, oh my God, <laughs> to, to the show. And what I would love for you to do is to share just a little bit about you. And then we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm born and raised in Decatur. Um, I attended Meridian, um, schools in Macon, um, although living in Decatur. Um, went on to the University of Illinois where I majored in business um, and then chose to move back here um, where my family is and start my career in human resources at Memorial Health. Um, bought a house a couple of years ago on the West End and it was really looking on how I could get involved in the community and um, made the decision to run for school board. How did you get to school board? Because you could run for anything. I could. Um, there are a lot of successes in this community that we need to celebrate. And I think right now the school board is a little bit of a weaker link. Um, We really need the schools to succeed for anything else in this community to succeed. Um, So I thought that that might be the best use of my time and my talent um, is, you know, serving the community in this way where I see a need. So tell me about the perception of a weaker link being the school board. You just mentioned that that's one of the weaker link, not the weakest, but one of the weaker links. So tell me about that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just a lot of negative things on Facebook all the time. Sure. We are not good at celebrating our own successes. And that goes in many, many parts of this community. Um, we have a lot of good things going on and we're not always great about telling that story. And I want to help tell the story about that with the school board. I mean, there was a lot of, I think, contentious things on Facebook that I've seen in the last year um, related to the school board, um, whether that was, you know, the Lincoln Park school parts and everything like that. So, um, I mean, the school definitely has a lot of successes and I just want to help continue to build on those and put my talent where I can. Um, how... So you have three pillars, or not three pillars, but three focus for the, your campaign. Just give us those three, and then we're going to head to break. Yeah, I want to focus on stabilizing um, the leadership within the district, okay. um, rebuilding the foundation, and, um, oh, gosh. I'm Strengthening it. partnerships. Strengthening partnerships. Thank you. I'm like, oh, it's a quiz. <laughs> like I wrote it myself. It's just been amazing. It's totally okay. Strengthen partnerships with other communities. So when we come back from... 
when we come back from break, we um, are going to learn more about uh, those three key areas as we are joined by Hannah Wolf, and she is now running for Decatur Public School District 61 School Board. Wow, Zach, what a great jacket. Where did you pick that up? I got it down at the Brass Horn. But what about you? That's a great dress. Where'd you pick that up? I got this down at the Brass Horn, too, on sale. Have you heard about the insane deals they're running right now? Of course. That's why I picked up this jacket along with some other great pieces. Everything from kids to women's to men's is on sale from 25 to 65% off. Whatever you're shopping for, Brasshorn, Brasshorn 2, and Brasshorn Kids has you covered. So come on down to 108 East Prairie Street and shop our sale now. We are family. Shoots a three and a He got it. Join the everyday guys as the Illini look for another conference title. Alley-oop for the slam. Part of the Illini journey right here on your home for fighting Illini basketball. The Illini take on the Iowa Hawkeyes from Iowa City Saturday afternoon at 1230 on WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and com. At the Community Foundation of Macon County, we're welcoming in 2023 with resolutions that are impactful and achievable. This is Rachel Moran, and I invite you to celebrate the generosity of donors and join us in making a transformational impact. As your homegrown community foundation, we are here to show you how you can support Macon County and address our community's most pressing needs and opportunities. If you're unsure what cause or organization you'd like to support, we can work with you to discover your charitable passions and determine where your giving will have the greatest impact. We're committed to our vision of building philanthropic resources so we can create a community where all residents live, learn, work, and thrive. As we renew that commitment in 2023, please join us in making one more resolution we can all keep to proceed with empathy and generosity. For more information, call us today at 429-3000 or visit makingcountygives.org. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Hey, this is Dr. Morris and welcome back to The Morris Code. I'm so glad that you chose to join us today. We are having a conversation with public Decatur Public School Board um, candidate um, Hannah Wolf. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We left off talking about um, your platform, which is three key areas. One was rebuilding foundation, two was stabilizing leadership, and three was strengthening partnerships. Talk to us a little bit about either one or both or two or all three. Yeah, it's kind of, I was just trying to look at it as more of a holistic approach on what my role would be. Um, as a member of the school board, we obviously need to focus on improving our reading and math scores. Um, I mean, that's no secret that we need to improve on that. And how can we as a board provide those resources so that we can help our teachers and all move forward together? Um, and also just add some the second part of that, I guess, is adding some consistency to the board. Um, we have had a lot of turnover of board members and superintendents. And, you know, I really I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in this community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to hope to I hope to try to provide some consistency um, to that role if I can, if I'm elected. Um, and the third was to um, strengthen partnerships. We're all in this together. It's all about our kids and we all have to step up to the plate and make it work. Um, that's our job as the adults. So that's really important to me. So tell me, what are your strengths? Like in terms of adding, because I keep thinking about this board composition, mm-hmm. what strengths would Hannah Wolf add to the board composition? I think I'm a really good listener and sure. I think I'm a really good communicator. Um, my professional background is in HR as well. So I do have a pretty broad knowledge of benefits, compensation, retention, recruitment, that sort of um, areas which I think will be valuable as a board member because we are employing people. Um, and, but I think really I'm a good listener and a good communicator. And I really think that helps me both in the professional setting and would help me at the board. Um, what would be your goals? Like, I know it's a board of seven, 
right? I know that it's a collective, and so you can't just decide anything. But if you were to be elected and you were to serve on the board, what would you want to have accomplished by the time you do your one or two terms? You know, I mean, there's a learning curve to every board. So Mm -hmm. I not trying to go in guns blazing and make a bunch of decisions right off the bat because I don't think that that's a wise way to go into any situation. You got to kind of learn the lay of the land. And for as much as you pay attention as a private citizen, you learn a lot more once you're in that role. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess just my goal would be to do the best I can and take every decision individually and holistically. Are we, you know, accomplishing all of the bigger goals with each little decision that we make, but also to make it so it's easy for teachers to do their jobs. Does everyone have the resources that they need to educate our kids? Mm -hmm. And I would try to focus on that. How would you support the district, whether it's teachers, administration, staff, students, like where, where do you, how do you, how do you do that as a board member? I think listening and just really hearing what, what do we need? Why isn't this working? Where else can we look? to where it's working somewhere else. What else can we try? Um, you know, there's a lot of different solutions to a lot of different problems. Yep. And I'm not an expert in education. I'm not the person who's teaching kids to read. But I need to trust those people who are the people teaching the kids to read that they have good ideas. What resources do you need to implement those ideas? Um and then what else is working elsewhere? What should we try? What would work for another group of students that we aren't trying yet? I think is. How do you balance that? How do you balance? Because when I think about it, the board has one employee, yes. right? Which is the superintendent. And a lot of the conversation is making sure that we hear parents, making sure we hear community, making sure we hear. How do we balance, um, making sure that we are supportive or managing the one employee we have? In addition to and taking into consideration what we hear from from the listening and and everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of that has to be you have to trust your superintendent with their mission and their goals and to listen to them and trust it that they're listening to their, you know, staff and parents and students as well. If they aren't, then that's a different conversation. But I think you you know, I wouldn't continue doing my job if my employer didn't trust me. So we shouldn't expect that from anyone either. So trust the professionals and the experts and be the support system that we need to be. What were you going to ask? But um, my question is probably the same question that I've asked of all of the other candidates. What, What drives you to want to do this type of work? Yeah, um, I love this community. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, it's no secret, I guess, who my parents are, but, um, you know, I was raised by people who have been involved in this community my entire life. So it just seems like the next natural step for me to do and to figure out how I can best serve my community. Thank you for listening to the Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming live on NowDecatur.com. We'll be right back with Hannah Wolf. At the Community Foundation of Macon County, we're welcoming in 2023 with resolutions that are impactful and achievable. This is Rachel Moran, and I invite you to celebrate the generosity of donors and join us in making a transformational impact. As your homegrown community foundation, we are here to show you how you can support Macon County and address our community's most pressing needs and opportunities. If you're unsure what cause or organization you'd like to support, we can work with you to discover your charitable passions and determine where your giving will have the greatest impact. We're committed to our vision of building philanthropic resources so we can create a community where all residents live, learn, work, and thrive. As we renew that commitment in 2023, please join us in making one more resolution we can all keep to proceed with empathy and generosity. For more information, call us today at 429-3000 or visit makingcountygives.org. The Housing Authority of Champaign County is announcing the first-time landlord lease-up incentive. HACC will offer a $500 incentive to new landlords who lease to a voucher holder. New landlords are eligible for up to five units for a total of a $2,500 incentive. Have you been inactive with the HACC and HCV programs for more than three years? Then you're eligible for this great incentive, too. Contact the HACC today at 217-378-7100 to learn more about this program. Or just stop by 2008 North Mar- 
Market in Champaign. Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue Indicator, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Winter driving brings safety challenges, and Rex Battery wants to be sure you're prepared. We have all kinds of products that can keep you from getting stranded, like the NOCO Genius Boost. It fits in the palm of your hand, but powerful enough to jump a car battery. No need to call friends or take risks with strangers. Charge it up, put it in your trunk, and if you ever need to jump your car battery, it's ready to go. Rex Battery also has extra bright flashlights for your safety on dark nights or to signal for help on a busy road. The electronic equipment in today's cars is asking a lot of your car battery, and some newer cars are draining batteries faster than before. Make sure you're ready for winter surprises with a wide range of safety items you can pick up today at Rex Battery. Rex Battery, 1330 East El Dorado, Decatur. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Is that your chin? That's one of them. Is it? Yeah. I saw you. you your eyebrows perked up. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Yeah. Good job, Don. <laughs> Had to pick something you knew. Thank you. I appreciate that. Welcome. Thanks for thinking about me. Welcome back to Be Morris Code. We're in the studio with Hannah Wolf this evening, uh, who's a candidate for DPS 61 school board. And uh, Hannah has three areas that she's focusing on. And one is strengthening partnerships. Second is stabilizing leadership. And the third is rebuilding the foundation. And one of the things that she mentioned before we left for break was it's no secret who my parents are. And so let's talk about who your parents are and let's talk about (laughs) the pros and the pros of having the parents that you have. Yeah. um, Well, my mom, Julie, is the mayor of Decatur. um, And my dad, Doug, is a reporter for WAND. And so how how does that translate into the, the, the pros and the pros, not the pros and cons <laughs> of running for school board. You know, I wasn't expecting it to be part of about, like who I was when they in the paper when really? it was listed. It was you uh, weren't expecting that. Well, I guess kind of. Ex- <laughs> it was just like that was the lead. And it's like, oh, yeah. And she's mom and dad is they didn't list what like who anybody else's parents are. So that's a little strange, but, I mean, I guess we expect strange at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess the pros are like I am really involved in this community and really invested um, and I have wonderful, funny examples of, you know, I mean, the people who raised me have raised me in the public serving yeah. the community. So what was their advice when you said, hey, I'm thinking about this and not necessarily advice. What was the conversation? <laughs> Because now I'm having this and I can't have it with any other candidate, right? Right. So I'm listing your parents, too. I mean, it was, hey, I think I'm going to do this. And it was, okay, let's go. Okay. I mean, I guess the barriers to entry are a little bit lower because we've it's not our first rodeo. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it does take more than just the person Mm -hmm. um, to do it. But I guess when... We know what kind of what to do yeah. um, as far as campaigning goes. And there's a lot of paperwork that's confusing and yeah. it's confusing on purpose, unfortunately, um, to try to keep 
people out. And so I guess that part definitely was helpful because, you know, you have to bind the petitions a certain way um, or else they can just be completely thrown out. So knowing stuff like that, I think definitely helps. But so what I I like that, that you mentioned that that was the lead. Um, What do you want people to know, though, about you and this process that's independent of your parents. Like I get that a lot too. Like, Oh, you're her daughter. Yep. Sure. I am. But I use it for my advantage though. (laughs) Well, I guess I just want like, obviously I am the mayor's daughter, but I'm not running as the mayor's daughter. Um, I am a home homeowner in the district. Um, I can see Dennis school from my home office where I sit all day, every day. Um, it's important to me what happens to the schools. I don't um, have kids yet, but I plan to, and I plan to send them to Decatur public schools. So it's important and I want to help make them the best they can be. So when I do have kids, um, they're in an even better spot. So the district isn't a big ship, right? And we've talked about reading scores. You mentioned math and you mentioned reading scores and um, what's, what's the starting point? Where do we, where do where does the new board uh, begin to start to write and stabilize the ship? Like I said earlier, I, there is a learning curve. Yep. Um, so we got to figure out where we're at and whether that's collecting more data to figure out where are we actually at um, and what do we need? So I, I guess learning the information and where are we truly at, you know, other than, you know, there's a the article that came out with those numbers. But what do those numbers look like? Where are the struggles actually happening? Where are the misses? Are they certain groups? Are they certain schools? Um, just figuring out, I guess, where we need to focus our attention, because it's not a one size fits all answer. Mm-hmm. Nobody learns the same way. So we got to figure out, do we need to break things into smaller pieces um, and fix those problems a little bit at a time. Like you said, it's not something that we can fix overnight. How um so a lot of our our board our board members as well as the candidates are in and out of schools. Have you been in the schools as of late? I haven't since I mean with COVID for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um I have been invited. I haven't had those meetings yet um with a couple um different teachers who've yep. offered to show me around. So working on scheduling those. Um but I look forward to actually getting into the schools because it has been uh, a few years since I've been in there with the pandemic and everything like that. So so if people have questions for you or want to contact you, um, website is hannahdps.com. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Email Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, for DPS at Gmail. That is true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make sure I get this right. And Facebook is Hannah Wolf, W O L. F-E for DPS six number 61. That is correct. And if you go to my website, hannahdps.com, it will link you to my email and my Facebook page as well. What else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to share? What else do you want us to know? Yeah, uh, education has been important to me my entire life. Um, I had a really great education at Meridian um, growing up. I went there from K through 12 and then went on to the University of Illinois. Um And I just really want to help make a difference. I want to help give kids the same or similar experiences or better experiences than I have. You know, I look at the FFA program at the district and I went to a rural school and we didn't even have FFA. Um, So I think there are a lot of really cool opportunities um, and we can keep building those, keep improving those and keep, you know, putting them right in front of kids' faces. So what comes next? You Are you having an open house or a fundraiser, a meet and greet? What? I don't have anything planned yet, but I will share those on Facebook <laughs> as we figure out the logistics of planning you that got stuff. Time. I got a little bit of time, but it's all, we're hitting the ground running. So, yep. Hun, what questions do you have? I think um, I don't have any more questions. I think this has been a great interview. It's, kind of, it's really good to get to know you uh, and to, to, to hear some of the things that you want to help the district with. And uh, I think it's going to be awesome. And I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. You have been listening to The Morris Code. Uh, We are on each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on WSOY 1340 AM. 
103.3 FM and streaming live always on NowDecatur.com. If you miss us live, be sure that you check out the podcast on NowDecatur.com. Um, Hannah is our fourth candidate and we, I think, have one or two more scheduled. And so stay tuned for those. Um, and we hope that you are taking away information. You're taking away information and uh, we'll vote like that is the deal. Like we want folks to engage in in our community to engage in this process. We want people to make sure that um, our your voices are heard and we are supporting our kids. The one way that we can support our kids mm-hmm. is by making sure that we have a school board who is actively engaged in this community and and in our um, our students lives. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see See you next week. been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.